0: I'm Sam. And I'm Gabs. And this is The Fitness
1: Journal. All right, guys. Good morning, everybody. Uh, This week, Sam and myself, we're going to talk about. proper goal setting so and the ways to make it easier to achieve our goals so sam if you want to briefly explain
0: yeah so we've decided this week to talk about setting goals because it's something that a lot of people seem to struggle with in a sense that what we kind of find happens is when people set goals it's usually like i want to lose weight and that's the goal or I want to build muscle, and that's the goal. When in reality, it's not really deep enough. So we want to talk a little bit more in depth about SMART goals today, which you've probably heard of before. Uh, We want to talk a little bit about having a proper reason why, and several other
1: things. So do you want to start off with some SMART goal chat? Uh, Yeah. For example, as you mentioned, um, when people say, okay, I want to lose weight, I want to build muscle. Yeah. Fair enough. That's like a dream goal let's say that in a long term we always want that for a long period of time but what we need to try to do is like find a specific goal so for example in, in my opinion for example if i want to build muscle, okay but i want to try to put uh, two kilos two kilograms of lean mass so how long it will take me to do this so it needs to be a proper time that i'm sure i can I can achieve this goal. And also, we're going to talk also about that it's not only the important thing, it's not just um, having the goal, it's not the actions we take to achieve that goal. Okay, so if you want to like.
0: Yeah, so before, before we started the live, we were talking about um, how when it comes to goal setting, we can set like a dream outcome that we want, but that's not necessarily the goal. Um, in reality, the actual goal is the tasks that you need to undertake in order to actually get to the outcome. For example, if your goal is to build a couple of kilograms of lean mass, hi Anders, by the way, hello everyone, thank you for joining us. If you've got any questions as you've gone through, guys, just flag them up underneath, pop them in the comments, and we'll go through them when we get a moment to break. Um, but yeah, if your goal is to build two kilograms of muscle, then you need to think about what actions are actually behind that. For example, an actual goal, an actionable goal might be that you're going to make sure that you train a minimum of three times a week across a three-month period and that that training consists of resistance-based training with weights, free weights, all that kind of stuff. And by making sure that you get to the gym at least three times a week, and lift some weights you're putting into place something that is gonna to lead to your desired outcome if that makes sense yeah
1: it will move you forward yeah. to the to the achievement of that goal mm-hmm. there's another action I will take is like okay I'm gonna make sure that I eat enough food to feel these gains to stay the way yeah <laughs> so that will push me forward towards my goal basically
0: in in reality when you when you set a goal when you set like a dream outcome like you Your outcome might be that you want to lose a load of weight, tone up and uh, tone up, I say that loosely, um, and get in incredible shape so that you feel better in your own skin. But setting that as a goal, even if you put a time frame on it, like what do you actually need to do in the gap? Like a goal needs to be somewhat measurable. So how are you going to measure it? How are you going to know when you've achieved that? Like if you've said, I want to lose weight and get in incredible shape. When when is that complete? Because if you're if you're anything like me, I've set goals in the past to get leaner. If you don't have a number on how much lean you want to get, then do you just keep going until you die, until you're a skeleton? Like what's the what's the threshold in which you've completed it?
1: Yeah, hey, if you don't measure your, what you're doing, your actions, or you don't measure anything, how do you gonna do adaptations to make it better? Like if you need to improve or change something how are you going to do it if you are not mess in anything if you don't know what you have done before so
0: exactly. what we got yeah i always say that the goal is a 100 steps stair, step step and each step you take is not only bringing you closer it's also a small achievement but an achievement and then 100% essentially yeah you're looking at like a really long road and you're just overcoming each little obstacle as you go so I guess with that analogy, like the dream goal is to get to the top of the staircase, but if the staircase has got loads of obstacles on it, then you have to have a strategy to, to get you to each step. I like that, it's
1: yeah. good. It's basically that, like for example, as I say, I want to get two kilograms of Lima. okay? You say that. So I know it won't take me three months. It will take me like year and a year and a half. So how I c- can I break this down? To track it, to make sure I'm on the right way, I'm doing the right things. So, okay, I will try to get, let's say, half a kilo in the next six months. Let's say that it's just random numbers, but when I get to this six months, I say, okay, how much progress I made towards this goal, so I can change things. Also, that's that comes to a point that the time needs to be realistic. Because some people want to lose weight in like a month to go on holidays, but they've been putting this weight, they to, let's say fat, for like a long period of time. Like they've been putting this pattern for like two or three years. So, how are you want to lose that fat in a month? No, there's no way to do it. No, a healthy way to do it, basically.
0: Especially when you've been building up crap habits over time, like right? to. You almost, if you if you set a goal that's too short, you almost ask yourself to just completely change every single thing that you do in life and completely revamp your lifestyle in the space of a day. And you you'll find that really hard to do. Like most humans don't like change as it is. So if you're expecting to lose an absolute shit ton of weight in the space of a few of a few weeks for a holiday or what have you, and like Gab says, you've put that weight on over a really long duration of time. You're going to have to change a lot of things really drastically in order to do that. And the problem with that is the more drastically you change things, you're far more likely to um revert back to what you used to like do. To the fall, I'm Yeah, exactly. You just go back to what you know because it gets overwhelming. it gets too much. i just wave at all these people. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to set goals that allow you to change things slowly over time and completely change your habits and how you how you actually go about life i guess
1: yeah that's the thing it, i also recommend always like to allow some like marching time you know just in case and um, no that's the right way like some error some error you know what i mean
0: yeah some some space for error
1: yeah it's because we are not perfect 100 you know all the time we do mistakes we fall back we go, so you can't recover Another mistake people do is when they fail in something in a task or something. I like imagine if I had to go to the gym three times a week, And I only went twice during the last the past three or four weeks. Then start moaning about what they haven't done. You no, know, just carry on, get back to it. Don't waste your energy yeah, moaning about long. the past. Yeah, so.
0: I think that's a that's a big big common thing as well. Like so many people have an all or nothing approach to exactly. to goals, where like they'll be like, right, okay, I'm going to be 100% perfect for the next six weeks, and then day two and they fuck up, and after day two, then because they fucked up and they'd set themselves an expectation of being 100% perfect, well, on day two you've already told yourself you failed because you've not been 100% perfect. So, like Gabs just said, if you've got some room for error. Like if a hundred percent is here and you set a goal that's maybe eighty percent of what you could do, it's much easier for you to make sure that you're you're sticking to that and then you've got space to fuck up without it completely ruining your progress. Yeah, correct. Do you want to talk about what smart actually is? So I, can... I would
1: I I would like to start talking about well, we already started, but like how people set the goals and how they Learn everything. Like if they don't have a guide or somebody like you, I mean, I could show them the path. everybody trying to to do the same thing. Like if, for example, if I'm a football player, I will my goal will be like be faster. I don't need to build as much muscle as a bodybuilder, so the goal will be different. If I'm a runner, I would like to build so the goal will do my stamina and all the things. So my goal will be different. If I want to be a bodybuilder, my goal, my goal will be different. And if I want to be a, a crossfitter, powerlifter, it'd be different. So the approach should be different. Yeah. The way we set, break down these goals in aim to achieve them, it'd be a different way. So the first thing somebody needs to know is, okay, what do I want? And be realistic about how to get to that goal.
0: 100%. I, do you know what? I've had clients in the past that I've taken on and they've not truly known what they want to achieve in a sense that they, they'll they kind of come in and be like, well, I want to be a little bit fitter or I want to be, I don't know, I just, just want to feel better. But there's no real, they don't actually know what they want to do in order to feel better because they've not expl- explored why they feel shit in the first place, exactly. So, which will bring us nicely into finding a proper reason why i suppose so if you're going on a journey and you don't know what your your outcome is going to be or what you want your outcome to be how can you then fill the correct gaps in in the middle to ensure that you get there i think with goal setting you almost have to set the vision and then work backwards so that you have a mission because then you can you can kind of combine that mission with your values um, for example a workshop that I ran with my clients on Sunday we talked about values and connecting them to your goal um, to talk about that in more detail if you think about the things that you sort of worry about or consider the most on a day-to-day basis so it might be your family it might be your kids it might be your job whatever you kind of think about the most that's probably where your primary value is um, so if you tend to think about like worry about like, oh, is your family happy? Are your kids um, getting what they need? Then you're probably quite family oriented. So in order to make your your mission more powerful with this, if your goal is to lose weight, then you want to be able to consider how that is going to benefit your primary values. So you then take that goal and you make it extrinsic, extrinsic in a case, in a sense that it's not only benefiting you, but it's benefiting the people around you. And if you value your family higher than you value yourself, if you can make that goal beneficial to your family, then you've got a better driving factor to get you there. So to give an example, if you lose weight, you're going to have more energy. You're going to have more confidence. You're going to be more likely to want to go out. You're going to be more likely to want to do social activities. So you're more likely to take your kids to places that they want to go to, to play, whether it be the park or whether it be... Um, I don't know, shopping, if they like that kind of thing. Because you're not self-conscious, you've got the energy to do it. Whereas at the minute, if you sit on the sofa all Saturday and all Sunday, tired and lethargic because you struggle because you're overweight, by changing that, you're not only benefiting your own situation, but you're benefiting the people that you care about the most.
1: Exactly. And also you can benefit of these values, as you say, family. Uh, why Why don't you go and do activities with your family? That's another thing. You spend more time, so you basically...
0: And that benefits you. Exactly.
1: You basically get two, two things at once because you spend time with your family. You to get... Towards, you move towards your goal doing some activities. like I don't know. You can go and climb a mountain or lots lot of things you can do. And then it also contributes to your goal. So there's another way of doing it.
0: I suppose I, I went off on a tangent there, but the, the whole purpose of that was knowing what you want to achieve. Yeah. Because as Gab said, if you know what you want to achieve, then you can you can put the correct pathway in place exactly. to do that. Yeah. And that's where the specificness of a smart goal comes
1: in. Exactly, yeah. And it comes to individuality because we can't can speak here now and we can say we can talk about a better things for everybody, but It comes to individuality because Sam is one person different. So maybe he prefers some things that I don't like and it's the other way around. So you need to work out what's your best way to achieve those things. You don't get it right at the first time. It's okay. Move towards, try to do some changes, and then try to move forward that.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. I suppose that will nicely bring us into finding the correct reason why as well. Exactly. Because that's the same same kind of direction it?
1: Yeah, I would say yes. That's yeah, Try to find the right the right reason why you're doing this. It's a big if you have a good why, it will like help you lot to move towards it. Like if I used to it because uh fancy doing it now because um, I don't know uh, let's get to An example. Um, If I want to, for example, I just lost my mind. (laughs) So Um, if I, for example, want to do it because I want to be the strongest guy in my school, you know, let's say that. Okay. So when I get to be the strongest guy in my school, what's going to happen afterwards? What's next?
0: I think also you can explore why you want that in the first place. So does it come from a place of vanity or does it come up from a place of insecurity? For example, in my own experience, when I started training, I've never actually explored this when I first started and I didn't realize that this was the reason why until later on in life when I started to understand this more. But the reason that I started training in a gym was because I felt massively insecure in myself in school probably partly because i'm quite short and um, probably partly because i i was a victim of bullying in primary school so through primary school i went through feeling quite worthless got into secondary school quite small compared to the, the rest of us. so naturally i was drawn to training to build muscle because it without me even realizing that was the reason why it gave me an outlet to become more confident and to be to feel more um valued i guess yeah taken more seriously so when it comes to setting a goal you need to like if you're thinking to yourself and i'm going to use the weight loss example because that's predominantly who i work with but if, if you're if you're setting a goal and you think it to yourself right i want to lose some weight you then need to explore within yourself why that is because as much as you probably hate to admit it to yourself there's going to be a way deeper deeper reason for it than what your brain is telling you to start with? Is it to do with how you feel when you go out? Is it to do with being embarrassed? Is it to do with judgment, being fed up of people like, or feeling like people judge you? Is it self-confidence? There's got to be something deeper down inside that has made you think, I quite fancy losing some weight. Nobody just wakes up if they're the happiest person in the world and goes, I think I might lose weight today. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it comes from somewhere.
1: And maybe you don't know to begin with why. But when you start like getting deep into it, then suddenly you think, oh, it's because of this. And then for the long time, you realize that it wasn't that. It was because of something else. But then it's, it's, it's quite hard to explain. But for example, uh, if I want to lose weight, because I I want people to like me. Okay, so it feels like this is my decision is based on my ego. So it will come because I want other people to praise me to say, "Oh, I like you." Yeah, because you, you want, want validation. Exactly, you want validation. But in reality, you're doing you're doing it because you want to because you want to feel better. So. It's like a thin line, yeah, dividing this. Like, okay, I'm waiting for them to tell me, or it's because I I'm proud of myself, so I want to be proud of myself. That's the, that's the thing I would say it makes the difference.
0: Yeah. It's it's a really difficult one that as well because I think some people do attach uh, a weight loss goal to what you just said. There is quite quite fascinating because. A lot of people do, do the whole, like, oh, I want to lose weight so that people like me, and they attach their self-worth to an, a number on a scale, mm-hmm. when in reality, people don't dislike you because of your weight, huh? but your brain kind of tells you stories that that might be the case, and you're still a, a, you're like, <laughs> at you of it's like, really like...
1: It's like your brain trying to find an answer to it. it.
0: Yeah it's probably more a self-confidence thing and a self-worth thing and don't get me wrong I know for a fact that people do get judged for their weight so I'm not saying that but what I am saying is that the people actually genuinely care about you and that are your friends they're not going to not like you just because of that so you 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 can I guess you can't expect something like losing weight to change how people view you in that sense but if it comes down to self-worth, I'm I'm at risk of getting lost in my own area. Right. If it comes down to self-worth, then obviously if if you're doing it because you don't feel secure in yourself, then it's obviously gonna have a benefit and it's gonna have a driving factor to move you forwards.
1: What I think is it also comes to oh, I'm gonna get deep now.
0: Yeah, I know my brain's
1: to, to how we see people. Like we see people as things. Like it needs to be beauty, Amazon, whatever. It needs to be, you know, we're looking for like good qualities of the time, like we're looking for things, like we want the best phones, we want the best cars, we want the so we got the best people. When in reality, you need to look at you are who you are, and it's not gonna you need to try to be better who you are, you know, better yeah. so yourself, self-improve. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like basically that. It comes that's my point of view, you know, that's my perspective on the thing. Yeah, I, I don't want to be better for the others. Obviously, well, I do it for myself, so the others can benefit of me being better. But I don't like what people looks at me, or it's the same. Like I'm a object. Okay, yeah. I don't like you anymore. I go and get somebody else. You know, it's. I, it happens, I see that a lot in society.
0: Yeah, and what what you said there about like when you are looked at as an object, I suppose in that sense, oh, I've lost my train of thought a little bit here. But if people do that, then you probably don't want them to be part of your network anyway. But no, I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) It's just
1: such a deep conversation. Yeah, it's the thing. You get into a rabbit hole and you get lost because... in. It's deep, you know. And uh, talking about feelings here, you know, because yeah, it's how-
0: starting to melt a little bit.
1: No, it's all right. It happens to me more than to you, though.
0: I'm gonna open the door a little bit and see if anyone that's actually watching has any questions. It doesn't necessarily have to be around goal setting either. Like if you've got questions around weight loss, building muscle, fitness, whatever it may be, fire fire them in the comments, and we'll work, We'll run through them. Very this morning. I did have another another avenue for us to to roll down then, but my brain just melted, so I'm just gonna have a a moment to
1: yeah. You think? Yeah, we, so, we don't prepare this. Little, <laughs> you know, no, we that's the problem. Real, we this... use jumping because we like you know to be to improvise and then because how you go through life basically you don't prepare your life, so you go there, jumping, see what happens, and we just talk about the things and we just have up conversation here, basically.
0: I'm, I'm going to move this into something that will be, will be valuable. Why did you start training?
1: Well, as I say, that time is, that last time, you know, on the presentation on the podcast. I'm going to take you deep here. All right. You're going know, to play with me. <laughs> fair enough. And I basically started training because I was very slim, okay, was a weak, and I used to play football back then, and I was all the time falling on the floor every time somebody touched me, I was on the floor because I didn't have enough strength. So that's why I started I was also to be honest. Because I was so slim. I didn't feel confident talking together. So you know so say, okay, what can I do to overcome that problem? So that was basically I what why that was the reason why. Mm-hmm. I love
0: that. I like I how- was I was listening to something or it might have been a Stephen Bartlett podcast again because I seem to listen to him all the time and it was basically talking about how like if you want something bad enough and you make it a priority you will always achieve it or hmm. something along the lines of that um to, <laughs> I'm assuming Rami's one of your uh your pals yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so he was talking about that if, if if you really want to do something um, for example if you really want to lose weight and it means enough to you the reason is you want this <laughs> a lot stronger spoke of that too yeah yeah um, but yeah this, this podcast it was all about how if you want something bad enough like say for example right you want to lose weight and if you want it bad enough and you prioritize it you can achieve that like, no matter what, there's there's no reason why you can't. The only reason people don't manage to achieve things like this is because, and I, I hate to say this, is because this is going to feel like an attack, but it's a lack of priorities. It's a lack of time management. And in some cases, people just don't really want it as badly as they thought they did. Oh, I can hear myself again. So... It, it could be a case that that have doing no, started. It it could be a case that you start a weight loss journey because you like the idea of losing weight, but then when you start it, you realize that actually it's gonna take a little bit more effort than you thought it was gonna, and because of that, actually it's not as big of a deal as you first thought it was. Whereas if that's the only thing that you want in life. Like right now, at the moment, you just put one hundred percent of your attention on that. You'll achieve it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think also what happened to so people. Yeah, stick it out there. Sorry, guys. I mean technical problems. Yeah. Um. I always wish to be as strong as you. I
0: had a little bit of
1: a look at actually, you look better on your own doing this, I might leave you here for Thank you. Um, uh, so well I was going to say according to what you said before there is another reason why people don't like or don't achieve their goals is because we are bloody lazy (laughs) we are good saving energy so when we're tired or when we just go back home from work or something like that, what's your brain is telling you, okay, I'm now tired. I just sat on the sofa. This feels so good. Why are you gonna go out in the cold to the gym to get more tired? So you basically your body is preserving energy, it's saving your energy. So you and your emotions are telling you, this feels good. Don't do the other thing because I don't like it. So then it, when it becomes the hard part, the hard bit is like, okay, I'm not motivated, I don't want to do it, but that's what I want. But what? what I want to be sat here now. So it comes to instant reward again. Yeah. Because you get the reward of being sat in your sofa, far. Like feeling good, eating your chips, uh, watching TV. And the big goal, which is losing this body fat or getting stronger or bigger as you want, you, you won't see it until like in a couple of months, years ahead. So some people think well I may be there by then. So okay, I don't need to or I'm gonna lie anyway. So why why but, should get healthier? Yeah. you know what I mean? And then they don't do it.
0: Essentially where Rami's absolutely bad on the money there. We are pretty much a nation of instant gratification. That's such a good quote, and that I'm claiming that. That's mine. like, we fucking love to feel good in the moment, but we don't want to do things that are going to take a little bit of effort that are going to make us feel 100% better in the future. We think sports have to be suffering and struggle for an hour, and it can also be something else like going for a hike or skating. 100%, I mean, yeah, 100%. It is literally just a case of, I, I think I was talking to one of my, my clients about this the other day. We, we spend that long procrastinate, procrastinating and thinking about trying to do something that if we'd have just fucking started doing it the second we started thinking about it, we'd have finished by the time it comes to actually going. And then you've still got the time afterwards, which is what I said about being a, a time management issue. If you just kind of like set a time and be like, right, okay, this time I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go out for a walk or a skate or whatever it is, like, like what Rami's just said there, if you put a time on it and it gets that time and you go, right, I'm going to start, nine times out of ten, you're never going to finish something like that and go, oh, I wish I'd have never done that because you will feel better for it. But how how often do you sit on the sofa and then after a few hours think, God, that were a waste of time or I could have done something way more productive?
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it comes to also to switch. Like I just come to that because what Rami said is, uh, basically we are very good at being sat and resting and not doing anything mm-hmm. so, do you, example ex- now? yeah well but i mean you can change this to be good at your habits like have a healthy habits like going three three times a week to the gym or do a sport you like any any sport doesn't matter Just do something but then it switches like it moves to let's, let's say we got a line that's being lazy and being sat on the sofa. This, I don't know you can see it. This is the other bit. So we need to move from this to this, to being active to be better and for you.
0: Go and then back to your, the Id-
1: your, your identity moves from being a lazy folk, let's say that way, to being a person that looks after himself, even if it's a little bit. So when you don't do it, you feel off. Like, okay, I didn't meet the gym this week. Something's wrong. Like... You don't need to it yourself, but you will, you, you will like see the very like why I, I have my dose of exercise, mm-hmm. because I feel better when I have exercise. Then you start feeling, feeling bad, I feel, oh, I feel tired now, I feel, that's another thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So We're all links around really nicely this. Cause then like Rami said about the stairs, once you're at the top and the views, fucking incredible you don't want to go back to the bottom and stand on the bottom step and look at the staircase again Mm -hmm. because you've got to the top now. Like You can see all of the trees. You can see the the sea. And if you go back down to the bottom, you have to get back to the top again. Once you're up there and, like you say, you're active and you're healthy and it's a priority, you'll do everything in your power to to maintain that because
1: it feels good, right? Yeah, and another thing I, I heard a lot it's like, well, I'm not as passionate as you about, about that. So I'm not passionate. I'm looking after myself. And I wasn't that passionate before. I used over time because I've been doing it for so long, that's become part of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if I don't do it. You've
0: created the identity.
1: Exactly. It becomes part of my identity. So if I don't do it, it's weird. It's fine if I don't do it for like two weeks. It's fine. I won't I won't die, but. It's me. Yeah. I'm going to who it's a sport. The whole
0: thing of like, like I sometimes get asked why I go to the gym when I'm on holiday. Because I think the people that ask the question see the gym as being a punishment and it being like this horrible thing. I go to the gym on holiday because I've got I've got all the time in the world to go and enjoy a really, really good workout. And then on holiday, I've got access to whatever food that I want. So I can recover really well. I can chill for the rest of the day. It's literally the most optimal time to do it. And I can enjoy it the most because I've got, it's not taking up time that I don't have. And because it's part of something that I just make sure I do, because I know it, it makes me feel better.
1: I, I couldn't imagine. Why not? not to, Sally. Yeah. And then people try to push you off. You're obsessed. <laughs>
0: I'm not obsessed. <upset. laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, the furthest from that. But yeah, no, totally. I had another another topic for us to venture off on with this, but again, it all all of this does come down to setting goals, like the correct goals, and having a correct reason why. And if your reason why is strong enough, by way, then you will find a way to slowly change your identity and 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 move that mindset shift, so you don't see this kind of a lifestyle as being a chore or no or it's, being a challenge. It's
1: something good for you. So let's um, summarize here. So we choose our goal and then we basically see what action habits can I implement to take me closer to this goal. And just make it easy, like incorporate those habits into your routines, like for example, if I'm going to work, can I go walking? Yes. No. That's it. Yeah. Go walking. Easy, easy. Like uh, of things like that. Yeah. Uh, I got a gym close to my workplace and I know if I get home I won't go to my current gym which is beside my house because when I sit down in the city I will get lazy and I won't go. So then join the gym that is close to your workplace so you can go work into the gym and then before you get home you get it done and that's done.
0: Yeah. Make it easy for yourself.
1: Exactly. Make it easy for yourself.
0: And you know what? It doesn't even have to be like, depending on where you're starting, it doesn't even have to include the gym yet. I think a lot of people, January will be (laughs) an example of this, right? Every fucking man and his dog will join the gym. And I'm not saying that nobody should join the gym, but what what I will say is that not everybody is ready for that step yet because you're only going to join the gym and go and stand on the treadmill, which is fine. It gets you moving. But if you're not, in the routine of exercising and you've and it's, too, it's a really intimidating environment, how likely are you to join the gym and start to build a routine if you don't know what you're doing and maintain that routine long-term? Perhaps maybe just doing a short workout a few mornings of the week at home to begin with until you get used to working out would be a better step. Um, or if you are going to join the gym, maybe it's a case of lower the barrier so that you're going in you're doing a little bit of a, maybe a couple of classes to begin with to get you used to doing different it movements. I mean, classes are not the most effective thing, but they're not a bad stepping stone if you've not used the gym. But you need to then progress on from that.
1: Yeah, first learn to move and then start moving things. Yeah.
0: So it doesn't have to be a case-all. If, if you're not ready to join a gym and you just do it because you think that you have to, start smaller because that way you're more likely to stick to it. The people that do three 30-minute workouts at home in a morning and do that for 52 weeks are going to get in better shape than the people that join the gym in January, go for a month, and then don't go again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's true. And it happens. It's consistency at the yeah. end.
0: Yeah. Rami says, I've been thinking uh, of placing a half my workouts during the weekends for that reason. I'm guessing because of the having the more time, buddy, and having the, the space to be able to get your workout in without it. Without it taking up some of your day, that's my, uh, I guess, and what you mean there. But yeah, I totally, totally respect that. It is nice to be able to train when you know you've got loads of time to do it.
1: We plan our, my it, mate. It.
0: Yeah,
1: we plan them. Like we train together, like sometimes, most of the time. most of the time, basically. Yeah. And I say, okay, when can we train together? Yeah, we just make sure we packed it in. But we cannot. We still go alone. Yeah, that's it.
0: Like We're going to go straight after this and squeeze a workout into an hour and see how we get on. Deadlifts today, right? Yeah, man. Big team. Lovely. So <laughs> sure I right, should we open it up to the, the live and see if anyone has any questions that we can uh, reel off and then if not, we'll, we'll bring the shit down.
1: So, Instagram.
0: Anyone got anything they want us to cover or add or talk about? We're good at talking.
1: Now is the time. Now is
0: not... the time. It's free. We won't charge you for it. Ooh. Okay. If not, we're gonna
1: land the plane. Yeah, we're week. going to aim. So.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go get a good workout. So it's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank yeah. you, thank you for all your support, and we we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, for those listening to the podcast. Have a look on the link below so that you can find us both on Instagram because there's tons more content on both of our Instagrams that will help you on your fitness journeys. Um, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts, yeah. I'm working on getting it on Apple. We'll get it on Apple too.
1: Yeah, we can do. Yeah.
0: I'll let you wrap up, go on. You do, you do the end of
1: So, well, thank you for your support again. Uh, we'll see you next week and we got some topics that we could talk about next week so we would like you to contribute a little bit so we'll do it live again and we're going to talk about preparing for Christmas okay because I know it's the time coming that everybody usually struggles with it so we're going to give you some tips and we're going to try to make it easy for you to deal with this season basically
0: Feliz Navidad
1: yeah, so <laughs> see you guys and thanks for everything.